This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair. We've got a little fog out this morning, 71 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Friday, May 13th, 2022. Rich Muller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. Another hot day for you today. Sunny skies with a slight chance of late afternoon showers and a high in the low 90s. Tonight, 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms till about 9 o'clock. Could see some heavy rainfall, mostly cloudy otherwise, a low of 66. Saturday, slight chance of afternoon showers, mostly cloudy early, gradually becoming sunny, high of 87. Clear Saturday night, a low of 65. Sunny on Sunday with a high of 88, and Monday, sunny skies and a high of 83. Right now, it's fair. We've got some fog, 70 degrees at the KVOM studios. And let's congratulate our employee of the day for today, Kayla McNew at the Moralton Post Office. Turning to obituaries this morning, Lonnie Vermin Andrews, age 85 of Perry, died Wednesday, May 11th. Funeral service will be held this afternoon at 2 at the Harris Chapel with Brother Dennis LeCook officiating. Burial will be at McGee Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time at the funeral home. Mary Ann Strickland Clemens, age 69, of Plummerville, has died. Visitation will be this afternoon from 2 until 6 at Vance Wilson Jarrett Funeral Directors. Funeral service will be Saturday, May 14th, 11 a.m. at Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Directors in the Robert and Barbara Wilson Memorial Chapel. Ricky Lynn Fletcher, age 69, of Perryville, died Wednesday, May 4th. Memorial service will be held Saturday, May 14th, 1 p.m., at Perryville United Methodist Church with Pastor Richard Gifford officiating. The family will receive friends tonight from 6 until 7.30 at the church parlor. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. John Wesley Ilsley, age 79, of Bigelow, died May 9th. He was of the Catholic faith, retired as a steam engineer after 35 years at PMC Biogenics Chemical Company in Memphis and is survived by his wife, Sandra Ilsley, Three daughters, Melinda Norris of Tennessee, Rena Waddell of Jacksonville, and Jessica Cerna of Bigelow. One son, Wesley Brian Ilsley of Oklahoma. Twelve grandchildren and nine great-grandchildren, among others. Per his wishes, he'll be cremated. Any further services will be announced at a later date. Memorials may be made to any Catholic institution of your choice. Arrangements are by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. Bobby Earl Payne Sr., age 68, of Conway, died May 4th. Walk-through visitation for family and friends will be held today, noon to 5, at Veasley Funeral Home. Celebration of Life service will be Saturday, May 14th, 11 a.m., at Greater Union Hill Missionary Baptist Church in Moralton, with Pastor Ronald G. Chaguar officiating and Rev. Brandon L. Williams as eulogist. Burial will be at Robinson Cemetery in Conway by Veasley Funeral Home and Cremation of Conway. Varnold Ray Stobaugh, age 84, of Moralton, died Wednesday, May 11th. He was a milkman for over 40 years and a Navy veteran. He was a member of the Downtown Church of Christ and Moralton Fire Department for 25 years. He's survived by his sons, Steve Stobaugh of Pea Ridge and Mark Stobaugh of Moralton, daughter Stephanie Lipsmeyer of Moralton, one sister, six grandchildren, and eight great-grandchildren. Funeral service for Varnold Ray Stobaugh will be this morning at 10 at the Harris Chapel 
with Mr. Mickey Burleson and Mr. George Hewlett officiating. Burial will be at Elmwood Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time at the funeral home. Memorials may be made to the Moralton Firefighters Association at 1700 East Harding Street in Moralton, zip 72110. The family would like to thank caregivers Evelyn Moore, Janice Walls, and Ashley Thompson, as well as Hospice and Brookridge Cove Nursing Home and Dr. Robert Wilkerson. Billy McGee Utley, age 87 of Jerusalem, died on Wednesday, May 11th. She was a member of the Evans Mountain Full Gospel Church of Appleton and retired from AT&T after 28 years of service. She is survived by two sons, Harold Strandlin of Jerusalem and James Alden of Quitman, three daughters, Debbie Hollingshead of El Paso, Becky Hambridge of McRae, and Gwen Gregory of Greenbrier. One brother, two sisters, 19 grandchildren, 24 great-grandchildren, and one great-great-grandchild, among other family. Funeral service for Billy McGee Utley will be held Saturday afternoon at 2 at Harris Chapel with Brother Dennis LeCook officiating. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time. Burial will be at McGee Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Bertha Catherine Zimmerman, age 92, of Moralton, died Wednesday, May 11th. Funeral Mass will be held this morning at 10 at St. Mary Catholic Church with Father Jim Burney and Father Jack Harris officiating. Burial will be at St. Mary Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. 737, fair and 71 degrees at the KVOM studios with little fog out. On our way to a high of 92 with sunny skies today, KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Coming up on 739, it's fair, 71 degrees with fog at the KVOM studios. The South Conway County School District held a ribbon-cutting Thursday for its new Moralton Mobile Library. The event included appearances by Miss University of Arkansas Taryn Bewley and Moralton High School senior and Arkansas Razorback basketball signee Joseph Pinion who helped give away children's books to Moralton Primary School preschool students. Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer, members of the South Conway County School Board, and many other community leaders were also present for the event Thursday morning. The school district says the mobile library project was made possible by a successful outcomes for Arkansas Readers Grant. The mobile library will be launched this summer, enabling SCCSD students in all grades to check out books for the summer and for holiday reading. The district thanked Jonathan Trafford of 501 Signs and Vinyl in Moralton for overseeing the wrap design and installation. Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home is changing its name as the funeral home passes to its fourth generation. The funeral home, which has been in Moralton for 34 years, will now be known as Neal's Rosewood. Richard Neal says they're also selling their funeral home at number 5 Bruce Street in Moralton to Union Missionary Baptist Church. That church lost their sanctuary in a fire last summer. 
He says Nils Rosewood has maintained a lease agreement with the church to continue providing visitations and funerals from the Bruce Street location until remodeling is complete on their Moralton and Conway facilities. The funeral home's office and staff will operate out of the former Centennial Bank building next to the original Bruce Street facility. Sales tax revenue continues to soar for the city of Moralton. Collections increased by nearly $34,000 last month compared to the same month in 2021. For the first four months of the year, Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer reports revenue from sales tax is up $79,000 from last year. We're up 600000 for the last two years. If this continues, we'll be up close to a million dollars for three years. That's, that's just incredible. And, uh, online sales tax has been a big part of that, but people shopping local, getting this new business right here, plus all the other new businesses that we've gotten, and we really haven't lost that, too, lost that many. The city has seen steady growth in sales tax revenue over the last three years, which the mayor says has allowed the city to invest in projects that improve the quality of life for residents of Moralton. The National Association of Letter Carriers will conduct its annual National Food Drive Saturday. The Food Drive, first held in 1983, helps feed millions of Americans. It's the country's largest one-day food drive and provides residents with an easy way to donate food to those in need. Customers simply leave their donation of non-perishable food items next to their mailbox before the delivery of the mail tomorrow. Letter carriers will collect those food donations as they deliver mail along their postal routes. All food that is collected locally will be distributed to various food pantries in the community. The Stamp Out Hunger Food Drive is held annually on the second Saturday in May. The traditional food drive is returning this year after a two-year hiatus because of the coronavirus pandemic. Since it began, the food drive has collected about 1.82 billion pounds of food for those in need. Arkansas is suing several drug manufacturers and pharmacy benefit managers over the cost of insulin for diabetes patients. Attorney General Leslie Rutledge Wednesday filed the lawsuit in state court, accusing the companies of conspiring to make cost of insulin artificially high. The lawsuit says the impact to diabetes patients who are paying excessive prices for the drug is devastating. Concerns about insulin prices prompted a similar lawsuit by Mississippi last year, it's also sparked efforts in Congress and at state houses to cap the prices of insulin and other diabetes treatments. Let's take a look at our community calendar for you now. St. Elizabeth Catholic Church at the foot of Pettigee Mountain is holding its annual spring rummage sale. It's underway right now until 4 o'clock. Moralton American Legion Post 39 will meet Saturday morning at 10 at the Malik Perkins Military Museum next to KVOM Radio. Union Chapel will have its monthly community meeting Saturday afternoon at 2 at the Schoolhouse Pavilion. All residents of the community are encouraged to attend. The Conway County Democratic Committee will host a meet-and-greet to introduce its political candidates Saturday afternoon from 3 until 7 at the T.C. Vaughn Senior Activity Center in Moralton. The 2022 Picklefest pageants will be held Saturday starting at 4 p.m. at Atkins High School. Nemo Vista High School is holding its 2022 graduation ceremony Sunday afternoon at 2. Grandview Cemetery near Center Ridge will hold its annual decoration ceremony Sunday afternoon at 2. And Knights of Columbus Council 5209 in Moralton is currently holding its Live Free for a Month raffle fundraiser. The winner will have their bills paid for a month, up to $1,500 for rent or mortgage, up to $250 each for electricity and cell phone, 
up to $100 each for natural gas and water, up to $500 for medical insurance and car payment, up to $200 for cable, satellite, internet, up to $300 for auto insurance, and up to $800 for groceries and dining. There is a minimum prize of $2,500. Tickets are $20 each. The drawing will be held May 20th. Tickets may be purchased at Monday Night Bingo Games at the KC Hall on North Cedar Street or by calling KVOM Radio at 501-354-2484. Well, more and more folks are finding it convenient to listen to KVOM's News Watch on the KVOM Podcast Channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. You can listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 745, 71 degrees and fair with some fog around. A little later on, we'll visit with Shannon Autry from the Conway County Extension Service. Up next, it's your sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Hey, on the Newswatch with Sports, I'm Eric Tyler. Freshman Trinity Everett had a tie-breaking double in the seventh inning to lift the Marlton High School softball team to a 6-4 win over Jonesboro Westside in the first round of the Class 4A state tournament in Nashville on Thursday. The Bulldogs trailed 4-0 after the first inning before junior Olivia Self got the team back in the game with a bases-loaded base-clearing double. Senior Taylor Berry got the win in the circle with six innings of shutout ball in relief with five strikeouts. Devil Dogs advance to face the tournament host, Nashville, at 12.30 p.m. today in the quarterfinals. You'll be able to hear that game live on KVOM FM 101.7, online at KVOM.com and on the KVOM app. The Nemo Vista baseball team used the long ball to advance past Hermitage in their first-round game of the Class 1A state tournament at Washita High School on Thursday. Junior Patrick Perry and seniors Wesley Honeycutt and Cordell Sims all went deep in the Red Hawks' 9-4 win over the Hermits. Sophomore Jax Andrews also drove in two runs for the Red Hawks who advanced to face Izzard County in the quarterfinals at 5.30 this afternoon in Arkadelphia in a game that will broadcast live on KVOM FM 101.7 online at KVOM.com and on the KVOM app. Sophomore Anna Ford's two-out, two-run double in the fourth inning helped propel the Wonderview softball team to an 8-3 win over tournament host Washita in the first round of the Class 1A tournament in a game in Arkadelphia on Thursday Junior Abby Baker, Junior Gracie Williams, sophomore Riley Gottsboner, and senior Caitlin Crafton all had RBIs in a four-run fifth to put the game away for the Lady Daredevils. Warner View will face Calico Rock in today's quarterfinal round. That game starts at 10 a.m. in Arkadelphia, and we'll have the broadcast live again on KVOM FM 101.7, online at KVOM.com and on the KVOM app. Sega Hearts softball and baseball teams are both eliminated from the Class 1A tournament with losses to Taylor in Arkadelphia on Thursday in a rematch of last season's state championship game, the Lady Knights lost to the Lady Tigers 10-3. Senior Halen Holzman drove in two of the three runs for Sacred Heart, who finishes its season with a record of 4-13. The baseball team lost its game to Taylor 14-4 in five innings. Senior Griffin Tessing and junior Peyton Paladino each had an RBI, and senior John Gunnerman drove in two runs 
in a four-run fifth inning for the Knights, who end their season with a record of 5-12. and The Bigelow High School baseball team has advanced to the quarterfinal round of the Class 2A state tournament at Southside V-Branch. Panthers knocked off number one seed Dirks 8-4 in their first round game on Thursday. Bigelow will face Rector at 10 a.m. today in Southside. St. Louis Cardinals lost their series finale to the Baltimore Orioles 3-2 on Thursday at Bush Stadium, now 17-14 on the season. Cards start a three-game series at home against San Francisco tonight. First pick is scheduled for 7.15 p.m. with live pregame coverage starting at 6.20 on Motown Radio, 92.5 FM and AM 800, and on 92.7 Jack FM. The Arkansas Travelers lost in 10 innings in San Antonio Thursday night, falling to the Missions 3-2. That series continues tonight at Nelson Wolf Stadium. Our weather forecast calls for Hanky fog this morning, 30% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms, a high near 92 degrees. Now, we reached 94 for the high yesterday, the low this morning of 64. A year ago today, 62 for the low, 85 for the high. Now we're in the last 24 hours at KVOM, total for the year 24.9 inches. Sunset this evening, 8.06, sunrise tomorrow morning at 6.08. So again, 30% chance of showers this afternoon, early this evening, and then into the uh, nighttime hours as well. Overnight low around 66 degrees. Tomorrow, partly sunny day. Afternoon high near 87. Slight chance again of some afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Then Sunday brings mostly sunny skies. High in the upper 80s. And uh, mostly sunny skies expected on through at least the first part of your new work week as well. Right now, some fog in the area. 71 degrees in Marlton. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Time now for the close-up segment of our morning news watch. We're visiting this Friday, as we do each Friday, with someone from the Conway County Extension Service. And today, Shannon Autry is joining us by phone. Good morning to you, Shannon. Good morning. Well, let's talk a little bit about competition season for our 4-Hers. It's time for it, isn't it? It is, yes. We've been busy, busy. This week on Wednesday, we had our outdoor O-Rama, which is our BB bait casting and bicycle competition. So it was a hot one, but um, we had a great turnout. Lots of kids came out and participated in those competitions and really excited um, that we had Ben Huggins joining us from Game and Fish. He helped us out with our BB shooting competition. So it went really well. Results should be coming out real soon for those kids to know how they placed in those. And um, we'll be posting that and getting with them soon. All right. Let's also talk a little bit about EHC and what they've got going on. Yeah. So today, actually, we are about to head down the road to Dardanelle um, for our multi-county leader training. And we're so excited to be doing this one. Um, we, in the past for years, we have done multi-county training where we gather up with Pope County, 
um, Yale County, Johnson County, and us here in Conway County, and we all get together and discuss a few educational topics, have a good time, fellowship, get around, you know, folks from surrounding counties and learn from one another, but we've not been able to do that the last couple of years, so this is our first one that we're going to get to have uh, since since the whole COVID thing happened and, and shut everything down. And we're going to be learning about growing and using fresh herbs. We're going to be doing some paper crafting, learning some new techniques there, and uh, planting some seeds, and hopefully just having a really good time. Um, And we're looking, another thing with EHC, um, it is about time for us to wrap up our countywide project. Um, We do a countywide service project every year that runs from July 1 to June 30th. So we're finishing up this year's where we have been working with the Coleman County Center for Exceptional Children. We've been doing all kinds of projects on um, their different campuses and having a wonderful time with them. We're going to wrap up with the fun day in June for that. And then we'll be looking for a new project. So if there's anybody out there that knows of um, some service projects and things that need to be done that our extension homemakers might be able to assist with, um, we're taking recommendations. All right, sounds good. If you've got some ideas for them, their phone number 501-977-2146. Shannon, thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you. All right, Shannon Autry from the Conway County Extension Service, our guest on KVOM's Close Up. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.